Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment Donna Valentine Steve Patterson producer John McClain all at your service Ooh. Friday edition of the show oh. how's everybody good oh uh, you know I was a little stressed a moment ago we're Me getting too. there we're getting there I had a 30 you know a long call with Twin Cities Live on Friday mornings we're working on a special that we're putting together and so it was this long conversation and then I see the email comes through after midnight last night Donna where they want us to record each other but they want us to do it right at the top of the show and then I thought oh well this is a perfect storm of events now oh, so man. um and then I thought oh I should probably change the background so that it's not hanging clothes you know what I mean I'm oh, in my closet yeah that would be smart yeah, so, especially uh, if it's on like a treadmill or something, that would be real embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, I'm in my bedroom <laughs> closet, so I was like, "Oh, I guess I have to move that back there." It's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah, but you know, it's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday, and it's also September 11th. Can you believe that that was 19 years ago? 9/11. 19 no. years ago. Cannot believe it. No. That is just unbelievable, and it was interesting. My. Um, my, my son came down. He said, hey, do you know that our, our school, um, I had just written, can you believe it was 19 years ago in our prep? My son, the next instant, instant said, hey, do you know um, our school just turned 19? <gasps> no. And I, and I was like, dude, I just wrote something about 19 years ago. And I said, well, 19 years ago was um, was was 9-11. And he said, well, what is that? And I was like, oh, oh. Man, this is in our, then 6.30 a.m. Huh. And now I'm talking to him about... Um, 9-11. Wow. So I, I told him. Boy. Wow. There's probably going to be a lot of specials on, you know, documentaries, things what? like that, like they do every year. I think they're really going to, I wonder if we'll see less of that this year due to just the current state of affairs and a ton of it next year. Next year will be the 20 year anniversary. It's just, which is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. I just posted a picture a few minutes ago on Instagram and on Twitter at Valentine Donna, if you want to check it out. I had so this had happened in September, obviously, and nobody was flying anywhere that year. And more than ever, I felt like I needed to be home mm. for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And I got on a plane for the first time at Thanksgiving and then again in during Christmas. But I begged my brother, I'm like, you have to take me down to ground zero. I have to go. I just there was something in me that was just. You know, you just, you needed to see it and feel it because that's home for me. Yeah, and right. so he took me down there. We hopped on the train from New Jersey to New York and we 
went to ground zero and it was absolutely devastating. And so he snapped a picture of me unknowingly at the time where I was signing a wall, um, you know, one of those, um, you know, memorial walls mm-hmm. just where yeah. people were writing messages. Yeah. So that was like maybe 10 weeks after 9-11. And I forgot that I had that picture. And I was going through things just a few weeks ago. And I went, oh, wow. I forgot that I had this. So I thought, let me put it up on social media. Just hmm. go follow because... her. Valentine Donna. That's where you can see it on Twitter and, uh, and Instagram. on Instagram. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Uh, do you re- where were you guys when? I was in high school. I was, it was senior year of high school. And I remember there was a teacher that came and knocked on the door and then our te- one teacher left and it was right toward the end of a period. And then uh, he just came back in and then briefly told us. And then we go up to the next period a few minutes later and then very uh, poetically, I suppose, our next teacher, Mr. Rosio, came in and said, September 11th, 2001 is a day that none of you will ever forget. And then mm-hmm. he proceeded to explain to us what was happening. And then by the time lunch had rolled around, the teachers are gathered, they're talking, the towers had fallen by that point. And at that point, you're wondering how many, in fact, when the towers fell, frankly, the fact that, that only 3000 people, and I understand what that sounds like, but the fact that those towers fell and only 3000 died is a testament to the heroic work of the firefighters Mm -hmm. and uh, Mm -hmm. the New York city police department, because I mean, it it could have been much worse. You know, I start, remember I started reading that book. Yes. Um, Only plane in the sky. Absolutely. Talking about uh, 9-11 and how it was that if you remember it as a very clear blue sky day, we were experiencing what's called a hyper clear, a rare meteorological event. Yes. Where it was just so it's like ingrained in our minds how just crystal clear that day was. And then boom. That happens well and I have to say that the if you have not been to the memorial the 9-11 memorial which is located at you know ground zero in New York yeah they did an incredible job with this memorial museum it is I heard that unbelievable you could spend hours in there and just still want to see more and experience more the way they did it it's interactive in some ways where you can pick up a phone and then you can hear some of the messages or conversations that people were having from being on one of the flights you know the flight uh, over pennsylvania heading mm-hmm. to pennsylvania mm-hmm. to their families i mean all of yeah. this um stuff was saved and preserved and oh. it's just i think everybody should see it Jeez Louise. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Yeah. <sighs> well, here's here's our Facebook question. It's it's sort of sort of jumping off that, but of a much less serious tone, which is when I blank, it makes me feel old. Because you might feel old as you hear, oh my gosh, 9-11 was 19 years ago. So it's a fill in the blank. When I blank, it makes me feel old. What, Donna? <laughs> this is so many funny things. This is like a Mad Lib, you know? 
When I sneeze. Yeah. When well, I... Mine is when I wake up. I was just going to say that old. second. Because my feet hurt so bad in the morning. I limp to my bathroom. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm I think very I stiff. Heel, yeah. heel spurs or something. My oh, no. heel is really hurting. Your and I've been wearing an arch support. Up. They're messed yeah, up, Yeah, they man. really are. You've We've never that... seen the bottom of them. Have you noticed that? Because <laughs> he's talking about his heels. We only saw his really weird toes. We might yeah. have to put horseshoes on the bottom of his feet. <laughs> Just every morning, ting, 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 ting. Oh, Steve, put your shoes on. Yeah. Steve, you've got the whatever fascia it is. You've Plantar got fascia. You got the um. What do you call that? Heel thing? spurs. What's the, the bunions? Bunions. Um. Plantar I mean, fasciitis, heel spurs, and bunions. Why don't we just amputate those things? We'll give <laughs> you, know, you some new ones. Don't joke about that because I once said to to Chris Hager jokingly, I come in to do the news oh, next no, to him. Don't too soon. I, I, oh, Chris Hager would say this if he was here. I come in to do a, a thing next to him, and he had just come out of another surgery. And jokingly, he had had umpteen surgeries on his ankle and his feet. Mm. And I said, at what point are you just going to cut that thing off? Oh, my gosh, Steve. Donna, it's only, oh, my gosh, whenever six months later he gets it amputated. But I at know. the time, it was a funny joke, just like you said. But if I amputate, <laughs> you're going to feel bad. I know. It's true. It but wasn't insensitive at the time. I didn't go in afterward. <laughs> And say, why don't you just cut the other one off? I just, it was before the fact. Jeez. I'm still going to call this hashtag too soon. (laughs) Whatever. Oh my gosh, right now it's 9-11. Oh, look at that. 9-11. Hey, 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 by the way, speaking of 11-11, whatever happened to the bracelet? I'm wearing it. it. I'm wearing it. I found it. What happened that day? Okay, so what Steve is referring to is there was a moment, Dawn, you weren't here and um, who I am Grant was filming. I am Grant him. was producing, and I was like, "Oh my God, where'd the bracelet go?" I was just about to talk about it on the air, and I was like, "Nope, oh, it's missing." Steve gave me a bracelet. Did you mm-hmm. know this, Don? Uh, he showed me the bracelet that he oh. ordered, so I yeah. knew he was going to give it to you. It's very sweet. It says eleven eleven, and in small print underneath, it says "Make a Wish." Well, I thought it disappeared, and I went home that day, and it was on my nightstand. So I just swapped it out that day so it's safe and sound dawn can be a witness i see it i see (laughs) something okay i thought maybe it was damaged or lost and you just didn't have the heart to tell although my dog scratches it every morning it's just you know just those are love scratches yes a little more broken in hey when we come back we're gonna have some things that make us go huh 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 you got a whole bunch of them dawn actually Mm -hmm. how about this let's uh, dawn has an interesting i found out the interesting names for flocks of birds why don't we lead with that really funny Oh, okay, there's more than one? Oh my gosh, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna lead with this. We all love words. We'll get into it next on Don and Steve on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment and this. Things that make you go. Hey man. Hey. Yeah, man. How's it going? Talk birds. I got I got a bunch of dumb stuff, but I don't think my dumb stuff is going to compete with Dawn's dumb stuff. Ooh. So I want her to lead the way because we love learning new words on this show. We're obsessed with language and grammar. Oh. And Dawn (laughs) found uh, specific words that reference, I believe, specific flocks of birds. Yes, that's correct. So we probably all know that crows are called a murder. When they're in a group, a murder of crows. I guess I knew that, but I forgot it. Yes, so they're also um, called a cauldron, Cauldron. a horde, or a congress of crows. Oh, congress is nice. Some of the other, isn't that kind of cool? Yes. Cardinals, when they're in a group together, are called a, a conclave. Oh, no way. 
Okay. Or a Vatican or a college. Okay, why are they called a conclave or a Vatican, which to me, there's got to be some tie to... Well, in the priesthood, you know, you go from being a, Mm -hmm. uh, a priest to a bishop to a cardinal. So mm-hmm. that's why that's okay. why a group of them are called a Vatican or a college. Interesting. Um, and then we've got doves. Those are called in a group a bevy of doves. Oh, interesting. Look at, huh? look at this bevy. Can't we By just the have way? flock? Can't we use that for everybody? But this is fun, Donna. Donna. Sorry I blew up, guys. Okay. I don't know what got into me. Also, regarding doves, I think I had a vulnerable <clears throat> moment on the show a couple years ago where for the first 35 years of my life, I thought that the sound of morning doves was mm-hmm. owls. I was like, wow, I always hear owls. <laughs> Those are morning doves. Because they do that like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it now does... Interesting. <laughs> uh, emus are called a mob of emus when they're together. <laughs> they're called um, a bunch of dummies. They look so stupid. One of my favorites on the list here is flamingos. That's a flam- flamboyance of flingos. Uh, uh, flingos. Flingos. What a nice flingos. Flamingos. Oh, man. Okay, oh, a couple a more here. Let's see. That just kind of cracked me up. Um, oh, loons are called an asylum of loons. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> I want all the whys to these. Uh, well, you get none of them. Loon, if you're a loon. Can anybody do a, a loon loony, sound? It's a loony, you know. Think about it, Donna. It's kind of a bad term for someone who's oh, crazy yeah. oh yeah so they're called an asylum oh, oh. i get it okay that's easy to remember if we do this word association mm-hmm. thing okay parrots they are a pandemonium of parents yep that makes sense or a prattle, prattle. Um, pelicans are a squadron which kind of fits <laughs> chris pratt <laughs> chris pratt what prattle Oh, Prattle. Okay, we're playing word association, apparently. Roadrunners are a race or a marathon of roadrunners. Do you know they're not tall? They they, they make them look like, almost like an ostrich, like a really fast. Yeah, long legs. No, they're very short to the ground. It's the state bird of New Mexico. Oh, wow. Oh, well, look at fancy pants knowing stuff. I used to have roadrunners in my backyard, whatever, guys. Also black widows, also scorpions. Oh, but he lived to tell about it. What a warrior. Then I got plantar fasciitis (laughs) after all that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Full circle. Uh, vultures are called a committee. Oh, That's interesting. Neat. Okay. What are eagles? What's a group of eagles called? Let me see. Alphabetical Because I saw I a group of eagles list. in Alaska. Yeah. I'm not kidding. There must have been 40 of them. It looked like a city council meeting. They were all just sitting there oh my on the gosh. side of the road. Well, Steve, they're called a, a bunch of eagles are called a convocation or a congregation. Oh, Intriguing. They are enormous. I saw one yesterday, and I was like, "Look at that wingspan!" Oh, oh yeah. yes. And when so, we did Project Down and Dirty, you guys uh, were with the Raptor Center. Yes, it was amazing. Oh my gosh! That's... Like they are huge, and they always look like they're mad, but they're not. Yeah, they do. They do look. Think of the Muppets, Sam the Eagle, the newsman. Yeah. Always very serious stories. Yeah, because his mouth is like a can opener. Yes, his mouth is a can opener, you're right. And the eyebrows essentially meet at the middle, like way deep down. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm angry, but I'm not. It's like me, Steve. You're like an eagle. I always think, I bet you Donna's mad. And, and then I'm you're not. like, I feel fine. I know. I have a tiny brain, just like eagles. Their brains can't be big. Hmm. You know? That's weird. Okay. Uh, do you want any more, or do we want to move on? We've got a lot of great things here. Maybe we'll just put this on our show links page. I love it. And then oh, everybody can go through on a Friday when you're pretending to work and read this list. Oh, nice. Great. That's good. We great. will do that. Get this. Now time for some stupid ones from Steve. The word oxymoron is actually an oxymoron. It's the combination of two Greek words, oxy, meaning sharp and keen, and moron, meaning dull and stupid. So the word oxymoron is actually an oxymoron. I like that. I didn't get it. What? That makes you the moron of the oxymoron. (laughs) I'm going to repeat it. Donna, the word oxymoron is an oxymoron. It is the combination of two Greek words. Oxy means sharp and keen, me. Moron means dull and stupid. Mm. Okay. So put it together, oxymoron is an oxymoron. That's why we call oxymorons oxymorons. It's based on the word oxymoron. I still don't get it. So it means it's two Greek words put together is an oxymoron? It's it's basically like the words dull and sharp together into one word. Opposites. Mm -hmm. In one word makes it an oxymoron. Do you not know what an oxymoron is? I guess not. I guess that was the problem. So you didn't. Okay. That makes the the context confusing if you don't know what the (laughs) original word means. So what does that mean? Okay. Got it. So you've never heard someone say like, oh, well, that's an oxymoron. Oh, that's kind of Yeah, I guess so. But I've also heard like onomatopoeia. And I'm like, okay, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You know, onomatopoeia is like when you go or buzz. You know, isn't that an onomatopoeia? Or swoosh. Maybe. Is an onomatopoeia. I don't remember. Hmm. Every British king or queen has a second birthday that gets assigned to them if their real birthday isn't in the summer. So there needs to be good weather for their birthday parade, like Queen Elizabeth II. Her real birthday is April 21st. Her official birthday is held on a Saturday in June. Oh. Fake birthday. What? Oh, that's interesting. Do you get it, Donna? Yeah, I get it, Steve. I'm just asking. I'm just being safe. Sorry for not knowing what an oxymoron was right off the top of my head. I can't believe you didn't know what an oxymoron was. Oh, I can't believe you guys didn't know what an onomatopoeia was. (laughs) (laughs) Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Let's see. I got time for one more. They're all stupid. I'll tell you this about Pez. Pez candies got their name from the German word Pfeffermans, which means peppermint. Since that was the original flavor. <laughs> okay. Okay, thanks for that. I was just at the uh, Minnesota's largest candy store last weekend and oh. saw a bunch of Pez, and I thought, hey, this might be a fun little gift for somebody. Oh, by the way, I have a gift for you. For me? Yeah. It's Pez. Me it's, want it. It's not Pez. <laughs> Is it's, it Chuckles? It's Chuckles! Yay! I got Chuckles! 
Hey, welcome back, you guys. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Producer Don McLean, don't forget it's a Friday, so that means coming up at 1130 today, it's Drunk Donna, Stoner Steve, Dizzy Dawn. Mm. Oh, boy. It'll be fun to see what Rocco came up with this week. It's a short week. I don't think we said anything too dumb. Mm. <laughs> Don, would you agree with that? Uh, uh, did you say Donna or Don? Don. Oh, now, there were a couple of things that we sent him that, you know, that mm-hmm. I think will be featured today. Yep. And then sometimes he finds things on his own. Yeah, he listens now because he doesn't trust us. I mentioned um, <laughs> when Don just said, was it, did you say Donna or Don? Um, not, look, I get it. Mm-hmm. I, you did I say have plantar fasciitis. Don. Yeah. I have um, bunions. I have heel spurs. Uh-huh. What did I mention that happened to me before that? Oh, I used to live amongst scorpions, black widows, uh-huh. rattlesnakes, and roadrunners. Um, so yeah, it's difficult. Imagine this, Donna. Imagine if you worked with Steve and our producer's name was Steva. It's nothing mm, like that. I'll it's... hang up and listen. It's nothing like that. Don and Donna. 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 Are not the same. <laughs> you are insane. You are. This you know, it's is funny nuts. when I hear Dawn. people like say Don. Yeah. Like if someone refers to Don. They'll Dawn. go Don, and I'm like, who's Don? Like, yeah. I have no idea who Don is. Yeah, it's Dawn. It's to Dawn. You because you're from the East Coast. She's from Jersey. I mean, there's a W in it. Dawn. Do we just ignore the W? Like, so, so, wait, how would you say these names again? Dawn. Dawn. Like, aw, not ah. Okay, so Dawn. 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 Donna. Donna. <laughs> Dawn and Donna. Say it again. <laughs> Dawn, Donna. Dawn and Donna. You're right. Donna and Dawn. I've heard this before. Donna and Dawn. It's mostly people that are East Coast that hear it differently, Steve. We hear it as one and the same. same. Yeah, Dawn. Yeah. What am I saying? Dawn. You're saying your name right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So it would be like Steve and... Stephanie. Steve and Steve. It would be like that. It I am agreeing like with that. you, Steve. Yeah. Thank you. You're exactly right. Thank you, Dawn. Meanwhile, Donna. <laughs> you are so lucky that we're in separate areas. I want to be as far away from you as I can be. You're oh, not getting your chuckles. Hey. I went and got you chuckles special. Yeah, I won't. I haven't even picked up. I have a shirt, the the I'm Till Tannen shirt. Haven't even seen that shirt. It's still in my mailbox. Oh, sorry. It must be overflowing <laughs> with all the fan mail. Where are they putting it now? <laughs> I mean, for the love. I have a trunk. Don't worry. A trunk filled with <laughs> She goes through my every letters. weekend. <laughs> anyway, back to entertainment news. Sure. Uh, you, you're killing it on the TV. Listen. On the boob tube. I watched another episode of Away last night. Sue me. I almost it's, did too, but I decided against it. It's good, guys. It's the uh, it's the new Hillary Swank sci-fi kind of Mission to Mars TV show. It's on mm-hmm. Netflix, and it's uh, it's it's quite it's quite good. You know, here's what they do, and I wonder if this is us sort of set a precedent. This is us said you can do a flashback, and you don't necessarily have to recast it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you could go back oh, in sure. time yeah. 25 years and you don't have to recast sure. it. Sure. And I think that may have opened some other storytellers in Hollywood. It may have opened their eyes a little bit. And so you see some of these flashback things give me a little little shades of uh, of This Is Us just during one little portion of the second episode. 
and you can tell that they're they're really it's a mission to Mars, but they are honing in on the human drama, the the what it must be like for families to go through someone going to space on a long mission. And they're working on this. You know, this isn't exactly science fiction, I suppose, because remember, aren't they working on that that mission to Mars thing where they got people to sign up? Yes. It's a one-way trip. One way? It's one way. Yeah. You buy, you mm, go bye. there. And they want to set up, like, like places Colonies. to stay on Mars. Mm-hmm. And then you, that's it. That's where you'll die, is Mars. But there was a gripping moment. They did such a good job on yesterday's episode, uh, the one I watched last night, of just a, a spacewalk where you have to go out of a spaceship and then you have to try to fix a problem and you're tethered. I think that that's sort of like the, the scene in Gravity with Sandra Bullock mm. and George Clooney. And you hope that no one goes floating off into oh, the abyss that is space. That is scary. But I was like, man, could you imagine? Could you imagine walking out on on the outside of the spacecraft and all you're tethered on is just, you just got a little buckle that's connecting yeah, you to no, the ship. That's why I don't, I don't understand. Like, Dawn, would you do this? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm like a hundred percent. No, that freaks me out. I think of suffocating. I think of yeah, being smothered. Yeah. Probably shouldn't do it then. Probably yeah, shouldn't. Right. You. <laughs> whatever you do. And Steve, I noticed you were only watching shows that begin with a, the letter a, did you mm-hmm. not get to be in the suggestions of Netflix? No, oh. no I asked people to send them through alphabetically and people were like, you He's might, watching you might like alone, alone, alone. America's yeah. got talent. <laughs> Uh, Mary's funniest videos. Uh, we watch that. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh man, what a journey! Oh, what a journey indeed. <laughs> you know what else I also started um, sniffing out was I started looking at, um, you know, because our plan is to eventually get a dog, right? Mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know, it never hurts to start your training now so that you're not just crash coursing it the day the dog comes home. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what's out there in the world of YouTube? Have you heard of a dog trainer named Zach George? No, not that one. No. Zach George, he is the author of uh, a book called The Dog Training Revolution. And without saying Cesar Milan's name, he is a critic, you can tell, of Cesar Milan. Cesar Milan, who the dog whisperer, who famously held to, they are descendants of wolves and you must be the pack leader. Mm -hmm. Uh, Zach George would push back and say that that's not necessarily true because of how dogs have evolved over time and they're able to have this wonderful dom- um, domesticity and create these wonderful bonds with people. So he goes about positive reinforcement training. Don't don't make it unpleasant so your dog's like, oh, if I do this, it's going to be unpleasant. Instead, make them want to do it. And here's what he likens it to. You might be interested in this, Donna. I am already. He likens it to think about when you, the human being, were in a classroom. Um, what... If a teacher says, look at this, holding up a paper, Donna got a 98 out of 100. Donna, that's an awesome job. Everybody oh, give it up for Donna. Special. That's great. I feel special. I feel so special. Give me a treat. And the next time that you you do a test, you feel compelled. You remember that good moment and you want to do well for that professor. You want to do them proud. You want to do yourself proud. As opposed to if you were shamed for, look, look who got a D, everybody. Yeah. Donna got a D. Nice job, Donna. Yeah. Get in your kennel. Sorry. Donna. <laughs> and then, yeah, get in your kennel. So instead, he has this this theory about just positive reinforcement of like not not to try to find the easy way, but to actually connect with your dog and have them wanting 
to do things, not feeling like they have to. So it's interesting. So we were just watching videos. I'm like, what do you do when you bring a puppy home? What are the first things that you teach them? What I have learned, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, is that the if you get a puppy, the first eight to 12 weeks is really critical in terms of how you socialize the puppy and how you um, start to train the puppy. Like those first eight to 12 weeks are really crucial in forming that dog's um, patterns for obedience. Just I'll like children, you know, maybe not that time frame, but. Yeah, pu- puppies are born as like, um, like like a nine month old is what I would like them to because I have Dev, he's 10 months, I guess now, and he's running around the house oh, crawling like a speed my favorite demon. favorite age, 10 and months. He's, tearing stuff down he just wants to bring down lamps he wants to pull everything that he can't pull grab on plugs it's it's kind of kind of like that hmm. zach george dog training revolution where do we the find the book he's on youtube and he said i will always keep all of my videos so by the way if you're a dog trainer it doesn't just have to be puppies and your dog still isn't sitting or you can't get them to heal when they walk or whatever he he every one of his videos is like 10 minutes and it's just an in-depth on that. And then he has this full puppy series where he documents years into his YouTube videos. He doc- he gets a new puppy and says, I'm going to document this every step of the way. So his first video is 20 minutes and it's the first 36 hours with the puppy. And he shows you when he picks him up, the first night with crate training. what he And, and you see that it's not perfect for him. And he is a, a world-class trainer. He's been on Animal Planet, done shows in the UK. He's an author, professional trainer. And still... It's messy, just like it is with kids. You know, it's messy. Even if you know all the things, yeah. they still have their own little independent spirits. I'm, I'm very impressed that you're watching this. Yeah. Well, okay, you know, good. we got, may as well do a little homework, right? Yes. And then when are we getting the dog? We're in a standby to standby on that. Oh, yeah, right. We just don't know what the next year Well, Well, the, the, the plan originally originally back in march april we thought maybe we could do this soon and then we kicked that can down the road and then we had a a breeder that was like oh you know what they're not gonna be ready until this time and i was like okay well then maybe we can just wait so the the conversation in the house is centered on what about next summer Mm. how would everybody feel about next summer the kids seem to be awfully on board with that so we'll wait and see okay good luck with that um (laughs) we gotta go when we come back though Mm, Dawn's going to talk Big Brother. Yes. You saw something and you're going to say something. Sure am. Oh, boy. Anything? It's, uh, it's not good. It's some controversy oh. about something that happened on the live feeds. Oh, no. Uh, and it's just, you know, they always have this problem where somebody does something stupid or says something stupid. And this time it was a group of them, and I am not happy with them. Okay, let's discuss that when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Well, hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to my talk 1071 everything entertainment. Is this thing on? Hey man. Hey, hey, how you hey, doing, guys? Donna? Hey man, I don't know. Donna. I'm having a problem here. What's wrong? I'm just having some techn- technological problems. Okay. Okay. Do you hear the echo? Yeah, you yeah, need to bit. turn the volume down on so your I, device. I have my Okay, I'm Okay, gonna, I'm turning mine down too. I have mine down the full way. Do you know has anyone experienced this problem with Zoom very quickly? You cannot fully turn down your volume on Zoom, at least not on the iPhone 8 that I'm working with, you it will only go down to like a one out of 10, which won't fully mute it unless you mute your mic. Hmm. Should I just mute my mic? I don't know, ma'am. Whatever. I'm a desktop girl. I, I never use my phone to Zoom. Okay. 
Just not my scene. Uh, <laughs> on, on with the show. We'll out later. All right, bye bye. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. All right. Okay, this guys. is not going to be good. I can feel it already. No, it isn't. There's a contestant. His name is Ian Terry on Big Brother right now. Um, he is autistic. He is a super smart player. He actually won Big Brother in the no past. No way. That's this, awesome. This is, um, this is an all-star. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Stars cast. So these are people from previous seasons. He is a previous winner of the whole thing. So wow. people are threatened by him because he's super smart and has won before. However, he can kind of come across as um, a floater, somebody who really doesn't assert themselves, and they're just sort of not making waves at the first part of the game so that they can just kind of float through floater. until he cool. gets to the end. I okay. think that that is a smart idea. I would but say sometimes so. they can be picked off as not being assertive enough. He also happens to be autistic, and to soothe himself, he rocks back and forth sure. a lot. Yeah. He gets in the hammock and rocks. He will sit while they're talking. You know, I- anytime you see Ian, he is rocking. Okay. So some of the house guests were caught on the live feeds um, making fun of him about this. Um, it happened to be Danny, Nicole F., uh, who's supposed to be his close friend, Memphis and Christmas, is one of the that's her name christmas i love it um they were yucking it up about him openly cruelly mocking his self-soothing technique of rocking back and forth and saying that it turns them off danny said i just it makes me so uncomfortable even talking to him his constant rocking i just i don't like talking to him because it makes me uncomfortable memphis went on to stand up and like imitate him in a certain way that he walks oh my god they have to know that they're on camera they are it's the live feed it's just like you know you not that that matters i mean you shouldn't do that regardless you know they've had multiple racist incidents misogynist issues oh yeah didn't somebody like grope somebody there was groping uh somebody used the n-word i think a couple years ago so uh anyway memphis described ian as the red rum of the house referencing the shining Mm -hmm. and he's like he's just creepy he comes in the room and he's like hi memphis and it's like ah and then he said he had a dream about him just standing over his bed rocking and they were all laughing. And it's like, you guys, this is completely inappropriate. Did you see this? And did, I guess what I'm asking is, has this made a headline? Oh, it's on TMZ because Olay used to work with Nicole F. And they are no longer working with her anymore. She used to be associated with the skincare 
uh, oh. Olay skincare wow. and was spot, you know, that was an endorsement for her. Um, and so they said they will no longer work with her because the brand has zero tolerance for bullying and doesn't support her behavior. Good. She will find this out when she gets out of the house. Oh, just, that's um, right. Cause they're cut off, right? From... They're cut off from the world. Uh, there was a, one of the contestants, Cody, actually his grandfather just died and, um, they are allowed if there is a death. The family sent a letter to him, and he just broke down in tears about it. Mm, but he doesn't get to leave or go to a funeral. It's just, oh my god, you're just in. You sign an agreement that you are in the house, and you are. That's unless you decide to voluntarily leave. Right, but he's staying in. Is Cody? Was it? Is Cody the one who was with Janelle, <clears throat> who's the local girl? Um, no, my no. friend Nancy loves her. Oh, I love her too. She's like, oh my God, if you ever have a chance to talk to her, you have to talk to her. I love her. I was so mad that she got, I know alert. she's eliminated. She's been on more seasons than anyone else. And she just got, they were so threatened by her. She just got kicked out actually last week. So I, it's so, it seems so unpredictable. Like, am I going to get kicked out for playing the game too? Well, am I going to get kicked out for not being assertive enough? Like, yeah. You have to sort of, um, it comes up a lot that, um, you know, someone will be up for elimination and then they'll be, they'll start to sort of kiss the butt of the um, people in the house talking to them to get votes. Right. But they're like, that person's never talked to me about gameplay before. We talk about cereal and whatever, but they've never said, hey, do you want to work together? And now they're coming to me. So you have to play this social game. Most of it, right. I mean, it's a social game. And then you have competitions involving endurance and your wits and things <sighs> like that. But I just, I love it. I'm a huge fan. I want you to be on this show so bad. Oh, I think you should I'm... do it. Have you ever applied? Yeah, I actually got into oh, the, final, the final 48 for this. And I, it was a long time ago, um, but... I used to audition for Survivor and Big Brother. And I think that's cool because you're such a gamer, so you get strategy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dawn, we got to get you in. Oh, it's super hard to get on the show. I think I'm too old now. <sighs> I would be considered not. old. Yeah. There's been a lot of older people, older than you. They kind of all kick them out first for being oh. old. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. But, you know, I, I don't know. I it would, be, it would be a lot of but fun. But we'll talk about it when auditions come back around. Sure. Okay. okay. Good luck, Dawn. That's, and that's terrible. And you know I, what? I, I don't know if this is still true, but um, in the past, it was like if you've ever been on an antidepressant, you couldn't be on the show. Oh, is that oh, right? Really? That was something that I found out in the process. And I was like, all right. I like well, everybody's maybe on they've antidepressant. they changed that now. I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. It should That's be like if you're not on an antidepressant <laughs> right? or anti-anxiety, you should you can't be on the show. Yeah. That oh, was man. way back in the day though, like the first uh, seasons of Survivor and Big Brother. So weird. Um hey, while we're in see something say something, Steve, I saw you put this in our show outline Give that me something. Fresh Prince, the reunion. Remember, I was like, oh, my God, is that Janet um, Hubert yeah. who played the original Aunt Viv? Is she going to be in there? Because she's she had YouTube videos of her dissing Will Smith. Yeah, she like lashed out against Will Smith in the show. She played Aunt Viv for the first three seasons of the uh, of the Fresh Prince. Well, guess what? Will Smith posted photos yesterday and said, uh, we're doing it. We're doing this reunion. I think it's going to be coming around Thanksgiving on HBO Max. So there's one picture of them oh, in what appears to be the set of Fresh Prince um, in the living room. And it's like the, the, the second Aunt Viv 
And then everybody else is in there except James Avery, who played Uncle Phil, who passed away years ago due to yeah. um, complications after surgery. But then there is a separate photo of just Will Smith sitting next to Janet Hubert, who played Aunt Viv the first three seasons. And it looks like they're sitting up in like the audience chairs oh. where you would watch the show from. And it's just the two of them, and they're both smiling. And, you know, credit to Will Smith for saying, oh, I'm going to reach out. And then I'm sure they figured out a way. How can we, let's talk it out. I'll be curious. And I bet they will if they talk it out on the show. Well, why did you have the bad feelings? Right. And she will be very straightforward. Yes. And I bet Will Smith, uh, who is no stranger to uncomfortable conversations, see the Red Table Talks that he did with his wife, well, uh, he'll engage. Well, Janet Hubert, I was so I was doing a little digging after I saw that you had put that in. And, you know, some people were saying she was difficult on set and other people were saying she made other people's lives miserable and things like that. Well, I found this clip of her discussing things on the show The Real. And so this is from 2016. But listen to what she had to say. Um. Janet Hubert was never difficult on that set. Janet Hubert was so professional, it wasn't even funny. I think Will simply needed to win, and I think sometimes when you get caught up in a lie, and those things never happened. She never left the set, I never left the set. We got along great. I think he was young, and he was inexperienced, and I think he simply had to win. And sometimes when you get caught up in a lie, and I went back to them in 2009 and I said, please, I need you to clear my name. You talked to him directly? I spoke to JL or when my dad died and my brother died and I begged them. I said, I have a family. I need you to tell the world that this stuff didn't happen. And I was waiting in, in my heart thinking somebody will come to me one day and help me. But they didn't. Mm. Because I've been trained as a young woman, as when I was a young woman, you always have your dignity and you don't just go, you know? So mm. it'll be interesting. Yes, I, I never heard her say that about him. Like, oh, he was young and maybe this was just the way he thought that he had to handle things. So it'll be interesting to hear a conversation between the two of them. Right. I am going to tune in for that. HBO Max sometime around Thanksgiving-ish. Okay. Excellent. When we come back on the Donna and Steve show, Friday edition, uh, we got a new song from Demi Lovato and Marshmallow. We've got a new song from Springsteen, a previously unreleased song from Tom Petty. So much stuff to get to in the beat when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars, and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel, and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.